Welcome to Diversity Matters, the DE&I Committee's podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion at Ireland Home-Based Services. This is your host, Susanna Olivas. As a reminder, the mission statement for the DE&I Committee is working together to build a diverse, equitable, and inclusive environment for all. For our episode, we want to talk about developmental disability awareness for the month of March. We want to briefly talk about the history of the month, defining what a disability is, how to talk to your client about their disabilities, and how to help your client recognize and get themselves or someone else help who they may suspect to have a disability. In 1987, the United States began to recognize March as Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. This was when President Ronald Reagan issued a public proclamation urging Americans to provide individuals with developmental disabilities the encouragement and opportunities they need to lead productive lives and to achieve their full potential. This month is used to bring awareness about the inclusion of people with developmental disabilities in all areas, as well as to bring awareness to the barriers that someone with disabilities will sometimes face in their day-to-day life. A barrier they may face may be connecting to the community that they may live in. Although it wasn't until 1987 before an awareness month was created for developmental disabilities, reformers were lobbying for the rights of those with a disability since 1810. It wasn't until 1990 that Disabilities Act was passed, making it illegal to discriminate against someone with a disability. Since 1987, attitudes towards individuals with developmental disabilities have changed. There is now more initiative and programs to help support the independence of individuals with developmental disabilities. Working with clients who may have a disability may be different than working with clients who do not have a disability. Be patient and understanding of their needs. Be sure to accommodate their needs as much as you are able. If you need any additional help, please make sure to reach out to your team lead for help or guidance. You can also reach out to Karen Somer from our waiver department. According to the CDC, developmental disabilities are defined as impairments in the physical, learning, language, or behavioral areas. These conditions begin during the developmental period and may impact day-to-day functioning, although improvements can be made through a variety of supports, therapies, and educational opportunities. Developmental disabilities are pervasive and lifelong. Disabilities can be considered impairments in either learning and behavioral or physical and or intellectual functioning. Some learning and behavioral impairments include autism spectrum disorder, which may include sensory and communication disruptions. Some physical and or intellectual functioning such as cerebral palsy, spinal bifida, and Down syndrome. When it comes to disabilities, you may run into many acronyms that are used. If you or a client need help understanding the various acronyms, you may reference Alphabet Soup, a guide to disability-related acronyms. According to Devereaux.org, one in six children in the United States between the ages of 3 and 17 have one or more developmental disabilities. It is not always known what causes some developmental disability, and there is no cure, but treatment can help some symptoms in certain disabilities. According to the NACDD, 
or National Association of Chronic Disease Directors, the cutoff age to qualify for a developmental disability is 22. This means that a disability had to occur in an individual who is younger than 22 years old. In order to qualify for an intellectual disability, a person's IQ score needs to be less than 70. If you are working with a client who received additional help in school before they turn 22, you are able to get your client additional help. Having school records can help open up a lot of services that your client may qualify for. Thinking outside the box, this could be useful for someone with a traumatic brain injury. If that occurred prior to the age of 22, there are some subsequent significant functioning limitations directly related to that injury. They will likely be eligible for services through a developmental disability realm. A disability can begin anytime during a person's developmental period and will usually last throughout a person's lifetime. A developmental disability can begin before a baby is born through genetics, chromosomal abnormalities, and or simple developmental abnormalities in utero or can be caused by an injury, infection, or other outside factors after a person is born. Disabilities can be caused by a mix of factors as well. A parent's health can also contribute to disabilities that develop during pregnancy. There can also be complications during birth or a mother may get an infection during her pregnancy. Another factor that can contribute to a child's developmental disabilities is genetics due to genetic or chromosome abnormalities. And we're going to talk briefly on different types of developmental disabilities. Some of the most common are autism and Down syndrome, other disabilities that you may not consider but are also considered a disability may include hearing loss and vision impairment. Another disability is angel man syndrome, an example of a genetic disorder that can result in a developmental disability which primarily affects the nervous system. Someone with this disability will have an intellectual disability, severe speech impairment, epilepsy, and problems with movement and balance. Central Auditory Processing Disorder, or CAPD, is a type of disability in which the ears and the brain are not able to work together. Someone with CAPD is able to hear what you say, but their brain has trouble processing the sounds that it is hearing. People with disabilities of all kinds, including developmental disabilities, can live, work, and play within our community successfully. Just like everyone, we all need a little help from time to time with various things. Someone with a disability is the same. They may just need some modification to help them live their best life. When working with clients, it is important to keep in mind that not all developmental disabilities are able to be seen. You will not always know if a client has a disability and you should not assume that someone has a disability. Remember that words are powerful and this is a delicate subject and some clients may be sensitive about their disability while others may be more open to sharing. Before asking if someone has a disability, it is important to consider whether or not the information is relevant to you. If you have questions or concerns about a client having a Disability, talk to the FCM as they may have more information. Ask if the client has had to do a psych evaluation for the case. The FCM can then choose to share the evaluation with you, share parts of it with you, or may ask you to speak to the client directly. 
you can also see if a client is willing to disclose their disability with you. If a client is already talking about their disability, it is important to use direct language such as, may I ask you about your disability? Or tell me about the types of help that you need. If they say no, do not push them to talk about something they are not ready to talk about yet. You can always follow up later with an observation question, such as, I see you are having difficulty reading that form. Is that something I can help you with? Or what types of help do you need with understanding what is written? I can read it for you. Would a recording of the information help? Exploring and adapting is key when working with clients. If a client is comfortable enough disclosing their disability with you, then you should ask them about their needs. Ask them if they need things to be said or talked about in a certain way to help them better understand. Be sure to use neutral tones as you do not want the client to feel judged, pitied, or misunderstood. Another thing to keep in mind is that you should take your client's words seriously. You should not accuse a client of making up or exaggerating their disability. You should show a client respect when it comes to their experiences. Avoid minimizing their disability by saying things such as, everyone is like that sometimes. If your client does confirm a developmental disability with you, you should ensure that they are getting the treatment they may need. Each disability requires its own type of treatment, and this will also vary depending on the severity of their disability. Some of the treatments that they may be receiving include individual or family therapy, medications, applied behavioral analysis, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, or special education. Home and community-based waiver services can also be provided through the Bureau of Developmental Disability Services in Indiana if they meet the assessed level of care. Ask a client if they have been able to keep up with the treatments that they needed. If they have not, ask them how you can help them. Ask your clients what supports they have to help them with their treatment or day-to-day -day life. When working with someone who has a disability, you will need to consider their limitations. Due to certain limitations, some clients may not be able to obtain employment, transportation, or individual housing as easily as others. If a client is able to get employment, they may face other problems. Your client will need to make sure that they have a way to get to and from work. This can include private or public transportation. It may also be a good idea to check if your clients have applied or have been approved for Social Security Disability from the Social Security Office. If they have not applied, you can help them see if they qualify and you may be able to help them with the application. This may be a great opportunity to assist them with applying for or checking on status of a Medicaid application. If you know they truly have a developmental diagnosis and have documentation of that, this may also be a great time to start discussing other services such as Bureau of Developmental Disability Services waiver that they may benefit from. Working with clients who are pregnant or have a child, it may be important for you to talk to your clients about developmental milestones. Talk to them about what they should be expecting from their child at certain milestones. Remind your client that every child develops at their own pace, so the client should not worry if their child is not meeting a milestone. However, if they or you believe that your child is not playing, learning, speaking, or moving according to the milestone that they are at, your client should be sure to contact the child's healthcare professional. Your client, FCM, or placement will know the child best as they are the ones around the children the most to let them know it is okay to share their concerns. 
Acting early as best as the child can get help sooner. This can make a difference in the child's life. Your client should be taking their child to the doctor, so talking to the doctor during checkups is important. Developmental delays are something that the doctor should be looking for during these visits. Just as when we work with our clients, remind your clients to not assume that their child has a disability. Your client should be patient with their child and not minimize their child's needs or how they feel. They should get information about their child's disability from their healthcare professional. If you have or know of a parent that may need support, they can visit the Indiana Institute of Disabilities and Community or the IIDC at www.iidc.indiana.edu. On this site, parents are able to find support groups that meet both in person and virtually. You can also use autismspeak.org for extra resources that they may need. We want to say again that another resource that you can use is Karen Somers from our waiver department here at Ireland Home Based Services. Don't be afraid to reach out to anybody from our waiver department for any questions that you might have. As we wrap up this episode, we want to remind you not to assume a client or a person has a disability. Do not force someone to disclose to you if they are not ready yet. Take your client's lead when it comes to talking about their disability. One of the most important things you can do to help a client with a developmental disability is to educate yourself. You can help educate your client as well if they are not completely familiar with their own disability. You can also help gather information for them about their disability that they can share with their team when they are ready. Thank you for listening to our developmental disabilities episode. To recap this episode, we talked briefly about the history of the month, we defined what a disability is, we talked about how to talk to your clients about their disabilities and how to help your client recognize and get themselves or someone else help who they may suspect to have a disability. We want you to keep listening to our upcoming episodes, reach out to the diversity committee if you want to be on an episode, or even if you have an idea for an episode. We want to hear from you guys on our podcast, so we ask you to submit your request to us. Remember to send any feedback or request to the diversity committee. We cannot wait to hear from you.